he believes to be of quality. But there is, unseen by most, an episodic horror-based TV show. A show that still holds up. A show called Tales from the Dark Side. Mr. Larchmont says that uh, you wash away sins. That is entirely correct. Our motto is, at Chow Ting's Laundry, everything comes out in the wash. Hey, what's up? And welcome back to Talks from the Dark Side, the podcast where we talk about the horror anthology television show Tales from the Dark Side, created by George Romero and Richard Rubenstein. I'm Joel Escola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. And I'm Chris Barr. Today we're talking about It All Comes Out in the Wash, written by Harvey Jacobs and directed by Frank De Palma from May 26th, 1985. Lies, guilt, stains. Murder. There's, I want to say there's more going on in this episode (laughs) than there is, but. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) it's pretty straightforward, but the way that they do it uh, is just, I mean, it's it's very on the nose, but like, but like it makes you hate the fucking main character oh, this is so bad this is like the most hated character i think of the i mean even more hated than mr gums i would say this guy is just a royal pos i, I think he's wor- he's a worse uh businessman and I, he's not even a politician he's just a fucking cutthroat businessman yeah. i think he's worse than I, Bo I, gums. I think he's buddies with uh the guys from uh one in a million <laughs> whatever yeah, this guy I'll, I'll give you a yeah, million yeah, 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 oh yeah. yeah he probably oh yeah yeah Son or nephew or cousin or something like I that. Wouldn't, he's probably bought up their fucking stock when they ate it. He probably bit, he probably did after he got his laundry cleaned by uh, someone we're going to talk about shortly. Uh, well, big time. Yeah, Speaking yeah. of which, James Hong himself is in this film. The Chinese Dick Miller. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I could not. <laughs> That's the best way to describe it. Yeah. He's, he's in everything. He's yeah. legendary. Yeah. Absolutely legendary. I couldn't believe it. Like, it made sense, the role that he was given, and, uh, like, everything else he's in, he nails it. But I was like, holy shit, James Hong? Yeah. I was like, okay. And if you don't know who James Hong is, I mean, the big one is Lopan from uh, Big Trouble in Little China. But he's done, uh, I mean, geez, I, I shouldn't have to look at this, but I want to. Yeah. Uh, he, like, Wayne's World 2, he's did the, the, the Vineyard. He's done a ton of bit parts, like, throughout the 50s and the 60s and 70s and 80s and 90s and today. Uh, he's He's done a lot of... Um, Disney movies or Pixar or DreamWorks movies. Yeah, he Kung did Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda those. one and two yes, and yes. three. What else? He was just in. Yeah, he was just in Turning Red. He he was like the old oh, okay. uh, Chinese uh, so grandpa like, name guy. A movie. He might be in it. Yeah, probably. That's, yeah, most uh, likely. I want to do like like six degrees of separation right. with <laughs> James Hong. Oh man, that's pretty good. Uh, one that always comes to mind for me is Seinfeld because he's in one of the more famous episodes, the Chinese restaurant episode that he, he's constantly saying, That's Cartwright, right. yeah. Cartwright. Yeah. <laughs> well, while George Costanza is having a fucking meltdown. Couldn't believe how many uh, sitcoms he was in when we were going down the list. Also Hannibal Chu and Blade Runner. Oh, yeah. And he's also in The Golden Child and The Jitters, the John Fasano movie that we were talking about. That's not Rock and Roll Nightmare or Black Roses. Oh, OK. Yeah. OK. With the Chinese vampires. Um, oh, he played that role a few times then, I guess, right? Well, maybe. Oh. Not, sort of. Save it for later. I don't want to be spoiled. Yeah. One that I didn't know he did, which was very interesting to me, is that he did the dub for Dr. Serizawa in 
Godzilla King of the Monsters huh. for the yeah, American I had no idea about for that. the American release yeah. with uh, uh, Raymond Burr. Yeah, I was like, what? That's kind of cool. That's really cool. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah. I had no idea he did Again, that. Again, he does everything. He's uncredited. Okay. So I don't know if IMDb is full of shit or what. I mean, that's happened before, but I'll take it. It didn't happen before because I've already said sorry to Doug Jones about Jack Frost 2. I'm sorry. It's him on the boat. Now he's not going to come on the show. Yeah, great. Oh, he replied man. to my tweet. <laughs> did he really? Yeah, he like liked it. He's like, nah, it's, it's me. And I was like, okay, Tim. Confirmation, confer- it's confirmed. You blew it. Um, there's also the main character is Vince Edwards. Now, I wanted to bring him up, too, because uh, he's in Cellar Dweller. He's like the detective guy with the mustache. Oh That's why you probably didn't recognize God. him. Yeah. I mean, I watched literally one just part of the watch along patreon.com slash movie dumpster. Uh, I wouldn't have fucking remembered that anyway, but thanks for the uh, the, the connecting uh, tissue there, Joe. He's also in The Fear, Return to Horror High, and To Die For 2, that vampire movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Son of Darkness, I it think that one's called. pops up in here and there. Yeah, I mean, he's fine. He's from Brooklyn. Yeah, that's kind of, you know what you're getting. Yeah, when, <laughs> pretty much. But it's the same fucking character and everything. Yeah, I, the guy. I, I feel like they gave him a script with like four or five lines and just told him to repeat them for 20 minutes. <laughs> so he's not given a lot to work with in this. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so for this, it's like, how comfortable are you talking to yourself? Also, like, how are you just going to throw those racist uh, comments in there? Yeah, <laughs> like, did he come up with that or was like, that in the script? Yeah, was There's that a him? lot of those. Yeah. Yeah. So with that being said, uh, what about this uh, Fangoria synopsis? Let's do it. So here's the official Fangoria synopsis. A cutthroat businessman seeks to absolve his copious guilt through a most unusual method. A Chinese laundry service. It seems that in addition to ridding clients of ring around the collar, old Chow Ting washes away his patron's sins. But the unscrupulous merchant's clean conscience doesn't last, and he learns the implications of the adage, no ticky, no shirty. What? It actually says that. No ticky, no shirty? I've never heard and that. And now it's now, the 80s. Uh... Now, it's, now it's a racist fucking uh, yeah, synopsis. Now they're getting on and on. <laughs> They're like, remember that chopstick joke they make? That shit was hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. A- anyway, I mean, thanks, Fangoria, I guess, <laughs> from the 80s. No ticky, no joke. Fuck, why would you put that? I mean, they keep, there's some stuff, I don't know if we'll, we'll repeat it here, but there's some one-liners this guy fires off. They're like, God damn. Yeah, of course there will mean, be, because, I mean, it, it's fucked up, but, like, it's not, like, anything oh, it's, super it's, derogatory. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I anyway. think it was very much, like, of the time, like, Ooh, when this came out, 85. Time. Yeah. Things were totally different. Well, yeah. And it's also uh, like that stereotype a little bit even in this episode where the Chinese laundromat, uh, you know, element of it. Not that it's an excuse, but it, it's the episode itself isn't racist, though. No, you know no, what I'm no. saying? Yeah. I, and just just before we really it's get even, into it's this. Even, it's even funnier, like the, how it pans out. Agreed. Um, I don't know about the music on the original airing, but I really like the music in this episode. Uh, the Chinese kind of style music they put into it. Yeah, it has like the, the the Oriental sound, but like I don't know how different it is from the original one. I think we have it on one of the tapes. I think it's this one. I think it's this Volume one. Three. Yep. Yep. All comes out in the wash. All comes out in the wash on the yeah. Thriller video one. Yeah. Uh, I I'm. Oh, I just want to apologize real quick. Like, I'm. We're gonna keep doing that again because we used to do that a lot. With we, we, I would take the rip from the tape and then the mm. DVD rip and then do the comparison. So we're gonna keep doing the. We're gonna do those again soon. So be on the lookout. Um, but I like the way this kind of just starts going immediately with again the shady ass businessman walking into this this laundromat. Yeah. Well, he gets like a tip off from his buddy. 
when he was drunk about this laundromat and he walks in and it's the f- right out of the gate. James Hong is just bringing it a hundred percent because <laughs> this guy walks in uh, groper and he, he like rings the bell or whatever. And James Hong comes out and he's like, he's like, Oh, hello. And he's like, he's like, I was just watching this show about this woman yeah. in, <laughs> in Florida who was about to win a hundred thousand dollars on this spinning wheel. And it's Wheel of Fate or some shit like that. The guy's like, all right, all right, right, right. He's like, don't you want to hear about if she won the hundred thousand dollars or not? And this guy's like immediately like, uh, yeah, you know, I need some laundry done and uh, yada yada. Uh, my uh, my buddy uh, Sam sent me. Yeah, totally coming off as sketchy. This yeah. guy's up to no good. Yeah, and you see like an immediate change in James Hong's face when he mentions the other guy. He's like, oh, so Sam said something. Oh, Mister Larchmont. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Okay, you want the full service?" And he breaks out the 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 laundry uh, prices, the, the laundry prices with, with his damn face printed on it. I love that. Yeah. I didn't notice it the first time they showed up, but the second time, I was like, "Holy James Hong, he put his fucking face up!" Okay. I love it so much. Yeah. Which is funny. We were saying like for something that's supposed to be like shady and very exclusive, why put your face? I on- think that's the that's the gag. Yeah. Right, because at well, any his phone number on there too. Yeah, but at any point, he could just cut them off. That's true. N- I'll get into the minutia of my thoughts later about what I think is going on here, but like, I think that's just the goof. Like, he knows exactly what he's doing uh, with these businessmen and and washing their clothes. I love this though because he takes the clothes out of the bag. He's like, I want to see your clothes. And he takes Groper's clothes out and he's looking at them. And you can tell that, like, he's seeing all the dirty shit that this scumbag yeah. does. The literal dirty laundry, L- yeah. The, yeah, like, literally examining his dirty laundry. And he's like, well, how do you, you know, hey, Ting, let, let me, let me how, do, how do you do that? How do you do the thing with the clothes with no sin, no guilt, and nothing? He's like, I don't. Ask me that. Don't He's like, question. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> rule number one, don't ask me how I do it. And rule number two, don't ever call and you can never come back. Right. Yeah, After big this. rules for like for this little uh, you know secret thing they're doing, they p- he picks up and delivers. What? Well, that's what he says at least. Yeah. Um, and the prices are like ridiculous. It's like a hundred bucks just to get it washed. Delivery like delivery is two thousand dollars. Wow, those are actual numbers from the episode. Yeah, yeah, it, it increasingly goes up throughout. But yeah, it's it's expensive as shit. And like he tries to argue with uh with, with James Hong, and he's like, "Well, you, you know what I'm really doing." He's like, "Okay, I'll pay it. Whatever, money's no no problem." Well, he he's money's no object because he's mm. like he's like I I can do anything I want. You're gonna wash the sin away from my clothes, and I'll have a clear conscience. He's like, "You're gonna sleep." Like a newborn baby after yeah. we're done with your clothes. Um, and it's kind of implied that it's like because he's so like powerful and, you know, in a, you know, ex- has all his money and stuff. Yeah. It's like it's implied that it's like now he has like even more just bad shit he's done. He has no remorse now yeah. and no conscience. He doesn't have to. I mean, this piece of shit doesn't have a conscience, yeah. but like now he's super like over the edge putting hits out on people as we come to find out fucking other people's wives <sighs> doing all sorts doing of all sorts stuff. of bad shit divorcing his own wife because it's it's time <laughs> well <laughs> the majority of this sh- of this episode is this guy talking to himself and doing all this nasty horrible shit where he's like again he's cheating he's cheating on his wife with his best friend's wife who's also a shrewd businessman and um, puts a hit out on another guy because his that guy's son tells his son 
that he kills seals and makes oh, coats right. out of them. Yeah. yeah and he's yeah. like, wouldn't you want to see it on a hot babe instead, instead of, of a, some dirty seal? Some fat seal? Yeah. Yeah. Really trying to make, just cover the bases. Yeah. Don't stop, st- guy's doing. stop crying. You're my son. You can't cry. And he's like, you keep fucking crying. I'm going to kill you. That bird you gave me for yeah. Father's Day oh, or whatever. Oh, God. This fucking parakeet called oh. Eagle. <laughs> that killed me. Just a real scumbag. Uh, I love how they have this uh, secretary character for Groper, a ginger. Yeah. Who is just always in the room, like, when he's saying, like, the most awful shit. And then, like, you know, if this guy were ever to get sued, she has all this shit, like, you know, in her head. And he's just like, oh, yeah, you know, ginger, you didn't hear any of that. Uh, You know, find out from Mr. Uh, Ting if he's going to get my laundry or not. I also like that, like, she comes on to him, but he's like, get out of here. Vaporize. Get out of my fucking office. Yeah, vanish. Okay, I'll vanish. He got a nice chest there, Mr. Groper. And he's like, you too, get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, that was was like a creepy lemma kind of funny. Throughout this whole episode, though, this guy's taking off a shirt, putting on another shirt, taking off a shirt, put like, what the fuck are you doing? Because he's doing dirty shit in the shirts, and then he takes them off and has them washed. Oh, that's the okay. thing. That's the, that's the thing. As we go through the episode, he's like, keeps changing, and he even says, like, oh, I'm running out of laundry. Yeah. Uh, I, I, okay, that makes more sense. I was like, why does this asshole keep changing his fucking shirt? <laughs> yeah, well, the, he think you know, it's, a, it's attached to the yeah, shirt, okay, basically, okay. This, the sin, if you will. Got yeah. So his buddy Sam Larchmont calls him. And Sam is the guy he's cheating on his wife with. Right. And also the guy that, you know, 10 drinks deep. Wait, no, no, wait. Sam is the guy whose wife Groper is cheating on his wife with. So he's so he's fucking his friend's yeah, it's wife. Sort of this weird web. And- yeah. 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 So he's like, he's like, he's like, hey, hey, Sammy, baby. He's like, I went to uh, went down to Chow Ting, took care of me real nice. He's like, what? And he's like, yeah, you know, the laundry place. He's like, the guy you told me about. He's like, you told him that I told you my name. Uh, he's, like, he's you, not gonna be happy and he's like <laughs> he's like oh my god he's like what did you do he's like you didn't tell anybody else did you he's like he's like no I, why what he's like you fucking idiot he's like you could have ruined the whole thing well he tells ting straight up like i won't tell a soul well he tells ting and he's like oh i'm surprised mr launchmont okay. told you yeah yeah but yeah exactly that guy's freaking out and uh he hangs up on him he's like yeah i don't see what the big deal is and then we kind of get that whole thing where, where you were just talking about joe about Oh, you know, what about, you know, about the seals with his son and everything? And he's like, you know, what are you? There's another man turning his own, you know, his friend's son against him. Yeah, he puts a fucking hit out on his, on the, the, his, his not Joe or Not his friend, but like the other business guy, because he thinks that like the deal that he stole from the guy, that that guy's jealous and getting his son to come between him and his son. By telling him all this shit about Already the seals. Are you trying to connect the dots uh, here? Yeah. It's like we're having a hard time going Only over be- what it because was. this guy's fucking crazy. Yeah. He's like a Scrooge kind of character, honestly. Yeah, that's a perfect way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, Scrooge with a, um, you know, and a skyscraper and with yeah. a phone line. 40th yeah. floor with a secretary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's a, he's a, he calls up his lawyer. He's like, look, look, baby, we got to turn Joe to fucking ash. Make this guy a bad memory. And he's like okay I'm, i'm one ash yeah it's like i won't feel bad about it at all don't worry about it's cool it. i got this new laundry service <laughs> yeah. and like throughout the episode there's a couple scenes where ginger comes in and out and you constantly see this like stock uh board where it's like his company keeps going up and Profits. up yeah, yeah. it's good and you don't really know what they do it's a fur company fur oh, trading oh, company that's, okay oh, okay I, it was either that or real estate or something along those lines yeah, so, uh, yeah. maybe or maybe that he's just bought a bunch of different businesses or whatever okay. who because i thought knows? like fur was like a part of it or something i think it is a part of it okay but yeah that guy come to find out the hit went through oh yeah <laughs> he's fucking deep secretary deep. comes in 
Hey, uh, is that everyone? When? Well, there's two. So, so uh, yeah, this episode for some reason it's like so that guy. It, there's a hit out on that guy, right? And he tells he tells his secretary to send his wife flowers and send his son something fluffy like a teddy bear with a black yeah. ribbon around its arm and say something nicely. Like, I don't know. Sending shit, Uncle Fred. Send him more. <laughs> and this is where I think he does have that line where he's like. Yeah, you know, let my wife know I'm divorcing her, but wait till tomorrow. Today's her birthday. I don't want to upset her. Yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling generous. I'm a softy kind of guy. Yeah, send her some flowers. Been sending the divorce papers tomorrow. Uh, it, it's kind of hilarious on some level. <laughs> then he calls Sam Larchmont's wife, who he's cheating on his wife with. And he's he's like, he's like, hey, I know Sam's my best friend, but I'm also, and I love him, but I'm also in love with his wife. You want to go for some lobsters and some hanky-pankies, ladies? <laughs> It's like, okay. This is like the kind of guy who would use the term hanky-panky. Oh, yeah. Just some sleazy, like, like gross guy. Yeah. To like a hundred, this guy. Yeah. And, and another, like, thing throughout the episode is like, where the hell's Ting? He says he has delivery. He's not delivering my laundry. Oh, first he calls him the Oriental Express. Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. where's the Oriental Express to drop off my laundry? So then he calls him, and Sam's like, you better not call him. So then he does, and then, like, you've come to find out... He doesn't pick up, but he's like, oh, I can't believe you doubled your prices because I called you. When I mentioned your name, he nearly dropped his chopsticks, he says. <laughs> There's <laughs> like, another one. Like, Jesus, yeah. man. I mean, again, I think both of you have said it. I've kind of said it. Like, they want you to hate this fucking oh, character. Oh, I know. It just hardcore. adds another layer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So all these shirts are building up in his office because because oh, Chowting's raising his prices and he's not, like, picking up and delivering fast mm-hmm. enough because this guy's just committing too many fucking pieces he of shit. He can't keep up with them. He can't keep up. Yeah. Um, and he, they just piles of clothes all over the all over the office. It's and like a goddamn dorm room. He's resorted to buying new shirts, like, in brand new boxes <laughs> yeah. and, like, taking them out. He's like, oh, thank God I got reserved shirts, baby. Yeah. And that'll come up later. So he calls. So like Sean said, he calls Chow Ting and he leaves him a message and doesn't call him back. But Sam calls him and he's like, he's like, did you did you call Chow Ting? He's like, yeah, what? I left him a message. He didn't pick up my fucking laundry. He's tell you what, man, like we got to band together. We got to like strong arm this fucking yeah. guy. He's like, you're, you're crazy. He starts crying on the other line, uh. like on the other end of the line. And he just hangs up on him. And he's like, Sam, Sam Lachman crying. It's like, what the fuck happened? Uh, we never really find out. Not even 10 minutes, not, not, not even five seconds, 10 seconds later, the, the secretary comes in and she's like, Sam Larchmont jumped to his fucking death. 86 floors. Oh my floors. God. At this point, it's like tripled in prices. Yeah. And he's like, wow. Huh. Oh, that's horrible. He's like, that's fucking terrible. Put a bid on Sam's stocks for me. Would yeah, you get a kiddo? Yeah. Then just he's jumping right on. Sorry, Sam. Oh my yeah. God. Then he calls the wife that he's sleeping with and he's like, Oh, no, no, don't worry about it. No, I won't take all your money. Don't worry about it. Oh, it wouldn't took his stocks. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. He's, like, he's like, a note. You found it. You found a note. And she's like, yeah. Well, it's like the phone thing where he's like, oh, minding well, the conversation. They do that a lot. He's like, a laundry show. list? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what that is. So finally, he gets a call back from Chow Ting. Well, first. <laughs> oh, what? He calls Chow again because he's like trying to run through his head how to beat this guy. And he's like, oh, I told him I wouldn't tell a soul. Oh, he wants my soul. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. And this came out of like, this was like, what is happening right here? But now he's gone. He's gone off the deep end. He's again, he's connected all these dots all this crazy shit to do all this horrible stuff. And now he's like, oh, it's my soul he wants. Of course. But but he's like connecting dots like somebody's chicken pox, just like connecting shit that doesn't actually connect. Exactly. He's like, Sam killed himself because he wanted his soul. (laughs) Obviously. And what does he say? Murder builds character. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you're right, though, Joe. He does call uh, uh, James Hong. 
And uh, he doesn't get a response again, but he leaves yeah. a message like, yeah, you want my soul? You can have it. You Just can, come pick up the damn laundry. You can have it, baby. Take all that sin away from me. It's yeah. yours. So his secretary's like, it's Chow Ting. And he's like, oh my God, finally he's here. And he's like grabbing all the shirts. He's ready to bring it down. She's like, no, he's on the phone. Yeah. He picks it up. He's like, hey, Chow, baby. Hey, Joe, buddy, baby. <laughs> and he's down to just, he has this undershirt on, and every other shirt that he owns is just in a pile yeah. strewn all over the place. He's like, he's like, oh, Mr. Gropa. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I was on the I was on the phone with that nice call waiting music. <laughs> and he's like, oh, it turns out, oh, uh, I don't want your soul, and I don't want your laundry either. It turns out I'm not in the laundry business anymore because I won the lottery, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Gropa, and I'm moving to, what is it? Where'd he go? Um, Basin. Uh, was like what was it? Florida or some it's shit? It's Florida, right? but it's what you said it. He says it. Oh, uh, Bengal Bay. Bengal, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or some, some shit. Like that, whatever it was. And he's like, I'm taking Mrs. Miss Ting down to the fucking Florida. Yeah, I'm retired. I'm a man of leisure now. So, uh, so fuck you. Yeah, goodbye. Chow Tings is out of business. Yeah. Sayonara. Yeah. He's like, wait, that's <laughs> some Japanese. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that was great. So the final part. This <laughs> fucking <laughs> killed me. <laughs> I love how Groper says that after he gets on the phone. He's like, wait, sayonara. That's not Chinese. (laughs) Wait a minute. So this guy finally is like, what else can he do? And is maybe like realizing why Sam did what he did. And he's like, you know, I'm going to go to the other guy now. He he can get a steak because there's a joke earlier where he's like, like, why don't you go to this guy instead? He got a stain out of my dress. He's like, I don't want to go there. So now he's like, I'll go to the other guy. He can get a stain out. (laughs) Wait, I, I could leave a stain. I'll leave a stain. It's like, uh, uh, okay. A Carl Gropa stain. <laughs> and I love how he like, this isn't the line verbatim, but he he fucking dolphin dives through the plate glass and he and he, he turns to this parakeet and he goes, so long, eagle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he flies out the window. <laughs> it's like, holy shit. It, uh, it's one of those things, again, where he where he keeps putting the pieces together in all the wrong orders and yeah. making all these terrible decisions. And then it finally culminates in him fucking <laughs> killing himself. Because I guess his sins catch up to him? No, I think he's just a fucking nut, yeah, is what it is. Yeah. Now, my whole thing with Chow Ting is that Chow Ting has no magic power whatsoever, and it's just a fucking farce to all these businessmen. Like a that placebo. A- and it's like, oh, of course I'll take your clothes and wash the sin out of it. You're going to trust me. It's ancient Chinese magic, of course. Yeah. You'll sleep easier knowing that yeah. you paid a lot of money. money. <laughs> To get rid of your sins. It's like a glorified like confession almost. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Where it's like you're kind of like letting it off your shoulders. Yeah. It's a magical placebo because yeah. now now you 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 take it off your head like uh it, it, it it's like it's like reverse psychology almost. Mm-hmm. Maybe not reverse psychology, but it is a psychological Well that, that's tact. basically what a placebo is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just think he's full of shit and he's making a, a huge buck off these fucking big businessmen idiots, you know. I mean not to not, retire. Uh, wow, well, yeah, his wife and the lottery. Yeah. yeah. He's set for the the rest of his days, <laughs> and I think that's what that at least that's how I took it. That's how I took it. Yeah. It's like he didn't win like the literal lottery. Yeah, it was more of like a metaphorical lottery of like yeah. oh. all these guys doing bad stuff, and he's cashing in, and hopefully that's telling each other and like putting the mystique around it of like, don't tell anybody about this. Yeah, and I can't tell you how I do it. It's an ancient secret or whatever, and like and like on these ridiculous prices and just like triggering that in their brains like well of course it's expensive mm. and this guy's gonna uh magically wash my clothes or something because it's a it's a well-kept secret or some shit you know see i hadn't thought about that but that's that that's a good thought that you guys are putting out there i was just thinking like going back to when he's talking about watching the uh, game show to win money that oh, he's well, just, sure. he's into oh yeah. that kind of shit yeah. but 
yeah, it could go either way on that. Either he just he's he made his fortune off these rich assholes or maybe he did hit the lottery or either way. He's out of their fucking lives are fucked. I don't think he's actually um, he can't shoot lightning out of his fingertips <laughs> as far as we know. Not yet, at least. Uh, well, yeah, that, well, that happens after he goes down to Florida for sure. Obviously. Yeah. So. Uh, so, yeah. So what do we all think of this one? I think it's. Kind of not that good, honestly. What? James Hong's great, but he's like barely in it. And like every line out of his mouth is hilarious. And and just for some reason, the fucking parakeet being called Eagle. I don't know why I'm hung up on that, but I just thought that was really like some subtle comedy in this episode. That's for the most part, pretty serious. But I don't know. Like this is like I wouldn't go so far to say it's forgettable by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just kind of like. Not a lot really happens. Just some like asshole who thinks he's like getting away with murder and being a douchebag. But he's like, I don't know. He just kills himself at the end. I don't know. Like, I, it's memorable. Don't get me wrong. But it's not one of my I, I, I'm not reaching for this one. I, I would skip this one in a heartbeat. Wow. Yeah. Same. Really? Yep. Wow. And let me start it off. I love James Hong. Yeah. Yeah. His the scenes in the laundry are great. It's like a, as soon as he comes out, it's like, oh, this is, is going to be a fun little yeah. fun time. But as soon as he goes, as this guy goes back to his, um, you know, office, that's when it loses me. It's like, it's all the guy's just on the phone with people or talking to himself. And I get what they're doing with like the metaphor of like dirty laundry. Sure. And I'll like, I, I get it appreciated, but it's like, I don't know what it is, but it's like not hard to follow because you can kind of keep up with it. But it's, yeah. I think it's just him talking to himself or he's just on the phone with not a whole lot going on. James Hong is the draw for me for this episode. Sure. But. It just it just loses me. It's like this is like I'll put this on if I want to go to sleep. <laughs> and it's like it's and again it's not a, it's not a bad episode. It's just it's boring. Uh, okay, okay. I I like I don't love this episode, but I like it a lot. Um, this is interesting for this series because there's a supernatural element that's not necessarily supernatural. Like I said, like I don't think Chow Ting is actually. Uh, washing away these sins with any Chinese magic or anything. I think he's just duping these fucking people. And the episode is more about how it is the madness that we create ourselves and the descent that this business guy uh, gives himself. Okay. He falls down his own fucking hole because he thinks he has a free pass on life to just do whatever the fuck he wants. And I think that ultimately the joke is on him but again, it never it, like if he kept washing his clothes, he'd still feel the same. Mm. Yeah. It's like you know if he could mean? get away with it. He'd just keep doing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But now that Chow Ting's retired, he's like, oh, I'll never be free of my sin again and just ends up killing himself. But it's more about his de his descent into madness of his own doing rather than the fact that Chow Ting isn't washing his sins away because I don't think he's actually doing that. No. So that's what's unique to this episode for me is that it's not a supernatural anything it's literally the power of the human mind uh running away with itself yeah you know and even though i'm not even though i'm not crazy about this episode i'm not a you know huge it's not one of my favorites no sure i do think it's essential in the the as a puzzle piece yeah in tales from the dark side it's like we need more episodes like this to just round out all these different genres and tones mm -hmm. that we're going to have through the series. 100%. The dirty, that dirty sin-filled sock yeah. in the stew, in the and Tales even, from Dark Side oh, man, stew. Yeah. And even like the idea of like, oh, is he actually doing some like magic here or is it just like a mind trick? Yeah. And it's like, 
let's have it's up that, to you. Have that yeah. mystery there. It's like I think it's is... the best part though, yeah. is that you don't really know what's going on. And again, James Hong is just fucking so good. Yeah. And uh I love it so much that I had to fucking make his price list. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, that's the my favorite part. <laughs> if I I missed meeting James Hong once, if I get the chance again, that is what's coming with me for him to sign. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> of mean, he, all things, of all yeah. the things. Wow, remember that Tales from the Dark Side episode you did? Even though you were been in like seven hundred fucking movie, it's roles? probably about right seven hundred. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll lend you my copy of Big Trouble in Little China if you don't mind getting that signed from your the Golden Child. To, you know, maybe I'll get possibly. Yeah, <laughs> those would be the two I get signed. But okay, it's just so it would just be a weird piece to have. You sure, know what I mean? Sure. Like just that. Like if you got Keith David to sign your copy of Mass Effect, you know, why not? I guess. <laughs> Well, there's also something funny about like catching someone off guard, like a celebrity or an actor oh, yeah. off guard, especially like well, not really well known celebrities. Yeah, you know where I'm going with this story. Oh yeah, it's like just surprise. Like if they're there for say like at a convention for like Walking Dead mm-hmm. or like something that they're more well known for. So tell the <laughs> tell the Shane Elizabeth story. Oh God, oh, that was Christ. a negative one. <laughs> yeah. But I have a good one. Okay. So, so uh, yeah, we went to, uh, I believe it was Chiller Theater when it was still in Parsippany, New Jersey. Or no, no, it moved to Parsippany. It used to be in- um, Cherry Hill? No, no, no. It used to be in uh, uh, East Rutherford. Oh, right, yeah. And um, they, uh, I, so I go in and, and Shannon Elizabeth's there, and I don't want American Pie signed. I'm definitely not going to get the Night of the Demons. That's why everybody's there. Remake, yeah, yeah. like, like not for nothing. Like, I think she's fun, or like Jane's Helen Bob Strike yeah. Back or something like that. What do I want signed? My fucking Jack Frost VHS. Oh god, with the fucking carrot in the vagina. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was so sweet, and I was talking to her, and um, we had the, we had a good rapport. We were talking, we were talking, and then I pulled out the tape for her to sign it, and her fucking face just melted, like like ice cream in the sun into this frown, or, or like a yeah, snowman, a snow cone, yeah, in the sun. Yeah. yeah. And uh, she signed it. She took my money, but then that was the end of the conversation. She did not want to talk to me anymore, and that was it. Had she, I don't know if she's warmed up to it at all, but. Oh, uh, 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 yeah. Warmed up to yeah, it. Maybe. Wait, is that the uh is that the copy? If that's the copy right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pull that out. Just grab it. <laughs> careful, careful. Whoa. Sorry. Bring the whole damn shelf I down. I didn't realize it was not bolted to the wall. <laughs> I don't know if you could even see that on camera. Yeah, there there it is. <laughs> uh, which also makes an appearance on our uh our, our trash, trash show special, special with Haggerty and uh Dobby. Oh yeah, big it. time. Jack Frost! Oh Jack Frost! With the puppets! Oh, I adore it! I used to watch it every Christmas until Mr. Malfoy found out and beat me within an inch of my life. Not a very happy memory for Dobby. I'm sure Charnitzi's gonna do a lot worse to you, buddy. Okay. But actually, just real quick, I had a great experience with uh, Denise Crosby from uh, Pet Cemetery, and and she was there for The Walking Dead, so okay. she had like a line out the fucking door for the and of course uh, Star Trek uh, TNG. But uh, I had a Dolly Dearest poster that I brought to her, and she was so psyched to see That's it. Cool. She was like, "I loved working on that film," and she was just—it was just really nice, you That's know what cool. I mean. And, and she was psyched. And when I brought Anthony Michael Hall my uh, uh, a gnome named Norm poster, <laughs> he was cool about it too. He—he yeah. he was like talking about Stan Winston and working with him and shit, and like. I feel like that's something that none of those people talk about. Yeah, mm. you know. So it's 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 always it's always fun to do that because I, lo- I actually love the movies. It's not just to be a jackass, like yeah. you know what I mean. It's like a part maybe of this career. one. <laughs> yeah, it's like a lot of people yeah. are like you know go out for their bigger known stuff. Like mm-hmm. for him, Breakfast Club. Oh yeah, sure. but then 100%. it's like, but for all of us, or it's Weird like, Science or something. Yeah, yeah. Gnome Named Norm. It's yeah. like 
this is we don't want to talk about Breakfast Club. Hell no. no. I want to yeah. talk about this weird fucking gnome movie. <laughs> yeah. Just like with James Hahn. If you ever get to meet him, there it goes. How like yeah, that remember that time when you were that Chinese uh, magician who like washed away his people's sins in the laundromat? I wonder if he'd actually remember it. I'm Be sure. Only because of all the stuff he's done. Yeah, sure. It's like, where does this fit in the timeline? And, he, and, like, and he's only got that really that one scene. The rest is VO. But I think yeah. like this would spark it. Like if me just bringing it up was one thing, right. I think he would. I think he would remember yeah. Tales from the Dark. Or at side. least appreciate it. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. That's it. All comes out in the wash. But until next time, I'm Joe Lascola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. And I'm Chris Barr. From the dark side is always there, waiting for us to watch it, waiting for us to hit play. Until next time, try to find it on DVD and watch along with us.